powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am Brady. I'll be your guys' host. Welcome back to Game Over Winnipeg. Uh, today, uh, you know, it's it's Sunday, and um, oh, I can hear something else on the back end. Uh, oh, <laughs> it's my own uh, stream playing back. My bad. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah. Uh, pretty rough game today. Uh, Jets lose uh, three to two to the Seattle Kraken. Um, and I'll be honest, man, this was a pretty boring game uh, from a Jets fan perspective. All in all, I thought that Seattle came out and was a really fast team. Um, but I think coming into this game here, there was a lot of kind of storylines flying around the Jets at the moment. Obviously, you have um, the the, you know, the boatload of injuries that the Jets are currently trying to uh, play their way through. Um, above that, uh, you know, they have a game yesterday against the Vancouver Canucks. They're playing on a back-to-back today, you know, 24 hours later. Um, the game yesterday, obviously a pretty dominant game by the Jets. Uh, and even going back to uh, Nashville, which I think was the game that ended up splitting their uh, kind of losing streak. Um <laughs> The, the Jets, uh, you know, haven't played the strongest of opponents as of recently. And coming to this game, I was really looking to see um, what the Jets could do uh, with the adversity that they're facing. Of course, like I said, they have the tons of injuries. Uh, they're playing on a back-to-back, and they're playing against a team that is currently in a playoff position. And looking at the Pacific, like coming to this game, the Kraken were sitting at third in the Pacific. Um, and, you know, the Pacific's been pretty not great all year. So I would not be surprised if the Kraken make the playoffs. This is a potential first round matchup. If we're looking at this, like if the jets end up staying near top of the central, um, it's, it's not out of the question that they could be ending up playing against uh, a wild card team, which very well could be the Seattle Kraken. Um, so yeah, so like I said, having uh, all these injuries here, I was hoping to look and see who was going to step up for the Jets, who was going to come in and be, uh, you know, a game changer. And unfortunately, I didn't really see that from uh, from a lot of the guys. From what I saw in my end, um, you know, obviously you have the the top end guys stepping up and actually potting the points. You know, of course, Shifley uh, and Dubois both have goals. I thought Josh Morrissey had a fantastic game. I'm sure I'll talk about him uh, later on. Um, but I definitely did not see uh, the game going the way that it did uh, in my preview. Um, but hey, think you know which way it's going to go. Uh, make your bet with sports interaction, whether it's World Cup, well, I guess not World Cup anymore, but whether it's hockey, football, or basketball, sports interaction has you covered. Bet pregame, live, and play are on one of our many prop bets. Sports interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all the sports betting has to offer. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. Uh, 90 plus, please play responsibly. All right. Um, let's dive in. Um, obviously I'm here alone tonight. So if you have anything you want to ask, anything you want to say, uh, in the, uh, in the chat, feel free to, I'll hopefully try to highlight, uh, as much as I can. Um, one great comment, uh, from Dave Smith starting off, uh, AJF Harkins and Kuhlman are just in, are indistinguishable and not in a good way. Um, I completely agree. And I, I here's the thing with Harkins. I feel like recently I've been kind of pumping his tires a little, a little bit more, but I feel like I'm slowly st- starting to wane off on it. I, you know, I, all three of those guys are just guys who are able to push speed and try to push play um, by having a high motor. And other than that, they don't really you know provide much. I thought Coolman had a, a 
fine game. He was pretty uh, unnoticeable. All in all, like really this game for the Jets, I don't think was uh, an issue uh, with, you know, certain players not playing well. Of course, there were a couple who I'm going to dig into on the on the defense um, who I thought had pretty poor games. But um but yeah, this this just felt like a t- a, t- a total team deficiency. Um, the Jets just didn't seem to have it tonight. They, they were completely. It seemed like they were completely gassed, and and that's kind of uh, difficult to see. Um, considering last night seemed to be pretty much a cakewalk against the the Canucks. But then again, you know, back to backs are what they are. They have tons of injuries. You know, I don't want to use that as an excuse. But um, the Jets are a better team than they were tonight. Like this, this is, should be an outlier for this team. Um, you know, just going through the game, uh, it, it it really just seemed like the Jets couldn't really keep much of a, a foot on the gas. Um, <laughs> I've got listen chat here calling, uh, saying it was Josh and the losers tonight. I completely agree. Uh, Josh Morrissey had a fantastic game. Um, but I was trying before the before hopping on here. I was trying to sit here and I'm looking at my the way I take notes. I kind of take a bit of a game log, kind of you know t- you know as the time goes, and then I kind of put a, a, aside some thoughts based on each period, uh, and then try to come up with a general kind of narrative to come in here and uh, and talk to you guys about how I thought the game went. Um, but as I look here, every single t- I'm trying to figure out what I what was the best period for the Jets, and I almost want to say it was the second period where they didn't even have a shot for the first 10 minutes like that felt like it was the only time that they were able to actually um you know get get some gas behind them and actually get uh you know press a little bit was in kind of the final you know seven eight minutes of the second um but you know i'm I'm jumping ahead of myself the the first period um obviously the jets jump out to a a bit of a lead um i believe right i don't think the uh eberly was until the second yeah the eberly goal was until the second um the jets jump out uh, to a front of a uh, geez i can't even talk the jets jump out in front uh with a bit of a lead um but if you look at the shots that period it was you know nine to three for the kraken uh and that goal came on the power play and the first period was completely dictated by special teams um both teams kind of got a power play obviously the jets ended up um <laughs> the jets ended up uh doing pretty well on uh on their power play of course you have the uh, mark shifley goal um man i'm i have to jump into to josh morsey right now he had a fantastic game of, of all the players by far was the best jet out there um i have to highlight the way that he he saw uh mark shifley on the doorstep on that first goal obviously it was a power play uh the the draw is on the right side of the zone um, it kind of just pops up. This is when it was five on three, right at the start of the five on three part of the, of the uh, power play. Um, puck pops out right into the middle of the ice. Morrissey has got all the time in the world. It absolutely looks like he's going to shoot. I thought he was going to shoot every single player on the Kraken thought he was going to shoot. Uh, uh, what's his first name? Grubauer, Philip Grubauer. Like you can see in the slow-mo, uh, after he completely jumps ahead to try and stop it. And Mark Shifley is just saying they're all alone in front. Absolutely fantastic uh, vision by Morrissey to see uh, Mark Shifley on the doorstep there. Of course, the Jets hop out into a to a good lead early, uh, and of course, we have to uh, highlight Josh Morrissey is now the uh, the franchise leader for it was, it was a points by a defenseman, uh, nine games in a row, uh, passing both our boys uh, Dustin Bufflin and Toby Enstrom. Shout out to uh, the boys, miss those guys. Um, but yeah, like all throughout the first period, the Jets just could not create anything at five v five. 
Again, like I said, they had three shots total, and I want to say at least two of those were on the power play. Um, but also at the same time, the Jets didn't allow a ton in the first period. You know, they, they it was it was not too bad. I'm I'm sitting here in the first intermission, going, okay, Jets got to come back out in the second period and show that they've got more. Hopefully, you know, they're they're not too tired. Uh, obviously, as we uh, then got to see. Boy, oh boy, the start of the second did not go well. Like I said before, um, no shots till, uh, you know, 10 minutes in. You know, I think it was uh, Lowry, Barron, and and Harkins uh, had uh, like a pretty decent chance just to finally get one on net. Um, But other than that, it was pretty rough. And as I sat there, the one thing I wrote down was the Kraken look inevitable at this point. Um, And then eventually... Um, you know, the, the goal by, uh, Jordan Eberle, like that was a fantastic goal. Um, one of the things I remember noting on that one was, um, Dylan DeMello loses his stick earlier on in the shift. Uh, Carson Kuhlman in the, in his own zone tries to hand his stick off to Dylan DeMello. Dylan DeMello, unfortunately has already committed to trying to, uh, skate from his right D position on the right side of, uh, kind of the post there, uh, ends up trying to go, uh, kind of into where like the left wing usually hangs out in the zone, um, to try and go grab, uh, his stick. And then, uh, Unfortunately, Carson Kuhlman does try, does actually uh, try to cover the man, but Jordan Eberle pulls off an insane spin move, uh, backhands it like he's Sidney Crosby, uh, goes in off of Dave Riddick's head and in. Unfortunately, uh, you know, that's just a, a goal scorer's goal. Like that was, you know, what can you do? Um, you know, another player who I actually thought had a great night, you know, David Riddick. It's, it's tough for uh, to be leaned on as a backup goalie to come in when, um, to come in when the team is always, you know, on a back-to-back, they're tired. I think this was his fifth game on a back-to-back. I remember hearing them said uh, more than a few times on the broadcast, um, but he played great tonight. Like he absolutely saved the Jets bacon, especially in the third period. Like, uh, boy, and I'll I'll dig into the third period. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, again, the, the one thing I wrote down was it seemed like Lowry's line was the only thing that only line that could actually get anything going um, for the Jets. Uh, and like I said, they picked it up kind of. In the last five minutes or so, um, there were a couple shifts where the Jets got absolutely completely hemmed in in the second period, and uh, and I, I have to, I have to not shout out, uh, I guess call out, um, Kyle Connor, man, like he he did not have a great game on the defensive side of the puck. Um, you know, offensively, we know he's one of the most gifted guys in the league, but uh, tonight it just didn't seem like he had his effort there. He wasn't, uh, you know, finishing his check, not finishing his checks, but really um, staying with his man. And and that was one guy I felt like had a pretty, pretty brutal uh, defensive game today. Obviously, defense is not everything, but um, but yeah. And then uh, as as David uh, Pavito says in the uh, in the chat, Riddick got peppered tonight. He's the only reason they didn't lose by a bigger gap. Absolutely. And, um, you know, coming into this year, we were all kind of pretty, pretty critical of Kevin Shovel day off and his choice to kind of move on from uh, from Eric Comrie. And, um, you know, Dave Riddick has not been the greatest in the past few years, but he seemed he's turned out to be a, a much better jet than anyone could have expected. Um, and hey, when you're a backup goalie, especially behind a, a fantastic goalie like Hellebuck, all you got to do is come in and do your job on on the days that you're asked to. And he did it today. So I, I think that he absolutely um, nailed it. Uh, Liz, uh, <laughs> Liz has a, uh, a question, which is thoughts on the Pionk Dilling pairing tonight. Oh, not great. Uh, more and more every game, Pion- like every game, Neil Pionk just seems to 
do do worse and worse in my mind. It, like every single time, like they just seemed not great tonight. None of their passes were connecting. And again, I think that this was um, going back to what I was saying. Like it feels like tonight was m- very much a a team wide issue, and not necessarily you know specific guys were making specific ish, uh, you know uh, plays that didn't work out. Um, I thought I, you know, I've, and this is, this is one that might actually get me, um, get me in a little bit of trouble with some of the Twitter people. Uh, I, I think that Dylan DeMello had a pretty brutal game today and also has had not the greatest games in the past little bit. Um, you know, him and Morrissey great pairing, and there's no one else who I'd rather have playing with Morrissey at the moment. Um, but I thought that he looked pretty rough. Let me find my notes here from the third period. Um, again, same thing with with on the Everly goal. I, I feel like he needs to have a bit more awareness to know that he can't be just leaving his post like that. Um, luckily, like I said, Kuhlman tried to cover for him, but unfortunately, they scored anyways. <laughs> Liz is getting upset with me. <laughs> Leave him alone. No, I have to t- I have to say what I'm thinking here. Um let me just see what else I can find on uh, on Demello here. Um, I I swear I had more. <laughs> uh, I can't think. Oh, the the giveaway. The okay. Well, you know, we'll, we'll we'll hop into the third period. Sorry, I'm a little all over, all over the place. We're still perfecting the note taking method. Um, but yeah. Third period. The Jets into the third period with a, a two one lead, uh, and that gets evaporated. Immediately, 16 seconds in, uh, the the Seattle Kraken score on a tip goal. I think it was Ryan Donato off of a uh, Yanni Gord shot. Uh, I'll be honest, I don't I don't really know how to break this goal down and tell you what went wrong. Um, you know, it's just a shot from the point, which usually are not too too worrisome, but um, but unfortunately, uh, you know, with multiple tips on, I think it was I think Baron might have touched the puck along with, uh, of course, Donato, who is the goal scorer. Um, it is what it is. Um, Julian Labossier, uh, Jets have key players injured and played two games in less than twenty four hours, and they looked every bit the part. Absolutely, like. That that very clearly was the thing. And again, coming into this game, I was really hoping to see the Jets uh, would not. I wouldn't say prove me wrong or anything like that because it wasn't like I was sitting here going, "They're not going to play well." Um, but I was really hoping that they would show that they can, uh, you know, face the adversity and come out uh, again. The classic line of uh, "You you have a plan until you get punched." Um, unfortunately, the Jets got punched and they kept taking punches. And luckily, they had a guy with a lot of protection named Dave Reddick, who was able to take those punches. Um, but unfortunately the Kraken got their knockout blow. Uh, okay. The third period, like I said, the third period, it very, very easily could, this game could have been a six, two game. It could have been a five, two game. Dave Reddick made uh, tons of incredible saves in the third. Uh, there was the one on, on Brandon Tanev on the, um, what's it called? On the breakaway that he had. There were a couple uh, slot chances that were, you know, like Morgan Barron lost his stick uh, and tried to look over at the ref for a penalty, giving him the, what, what was, where, where's the penalty? Um, and, uh, and of course, no penalty happens. And then he decides to, you know, pick up his stick rather than playing the man with the puck who's about to pass it in front. Um, but luckily, uh, uh, Dave Riddick was big and he was there. Uh, you know, they don't call him big save Dave uh, for nothing. Uh, he played great today. Again, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'll, I'll try and continue on past that. Um, but, uh, then there is the giveaway that leads to the winning goal. Um, 
So Brendan Dillon, again, going back to guys who I didn't think had a great game, um, gives a pass over to Dylan DeMello. And I'm torn on whose fault this is. I don't know if this is necessarily because it was just a bad pass from Dylan and you know, DeMello was unable to, you know, really handle the puck. Um, or again, if, if it, you know, if this is a pass that most players should be able to take and, and DeMello, you know, nine times out of 10 is able to receive that pass and, you know, make a, a next pass and jets are able to break out easily. Um, but of course with five minutes left, Dylan DeMello gives the puck away. Jared McCann comes in and, and, uh, and that's what kind of begins the play, uh, that ends up leading to, uh, the Jared McCann goal. Um, which again, unfortunately, was the end uh, or was the game-winning goal. Um, I was really astounded by Rick Bonus's choices uh, at the end of the game in order to try and tie up the game. Um, again, he was kind of mixing the blender in a little bit. He had, um, let me see, let's just see. Blah, blah, blah. Um, he had uh, Kevin Stanlin playing with uh, with both uh, Kyle Connor and. Um, and uh, PLD, which, you know, I, I think that he's played pretty well since he's been here. So I, I do not mind that uh, bump up to the, uh, you know, one of the top lines. Um, but then, of course, you have shifts where Lowry is, um, you know, starting with Shifley and Kuhlman in order to keep Perfetti off. But, like, I, I just don't understand how Perfetti is the guy that the Jets are, like, whoa, 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 we can't put him out here in a defensive situation when they're willing to put Kyle Connor out constantly in these defensive situations. Um, so I found that a little bit strange. Um, and also, again, trusting Carson Kuhlman, even though he's kind of a newer guy. Again, I'm not here to flame Carson Kuhlman. Uh, I don't think that he had that bad of a game, but I also don't think that he had that great of a game, but I don't expect much from him because, again, as uh, as we kind of said at the start of the show, He's very interchangeable with AJF, with Harkins, with, you know, a bunch of these guys who are in the bottom six for the Jets who, uh, you know, can kind of provide things in in limited roles. In very specific roles, they can provide a lot of value. But um, when you trust them to be, uh, you know, put on the top lines to, um, you know, fill in for some of the guys who get hurt, unfortunately, they just aren't the guys. Um yeah, and 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 continuing on with the the kind of confusion with how the the Jets playing, when the Jets pulled the goalie, why? Like, I'm gonna list out the players who were on the ice. It was Mark Shifley, makes sense. Uh, Pierre Luc Dubois, makes sense. Kyle Connor, makes sense. Josh Morrissey, absolutely. Adam Lowry, okay, that's fine. Sure. Kevin Stenland. How many games has Kevin Stenlin played with the Jets? He, I, I don't even think he has his, he doesn't have his first goal yet. Even like I understand, I understand that this guy can provide and I'm sure, you know, has, has proven with the moose that he can provide, but I just don't understand why Cole Perfetti is not out there. You know, we saw the power play today with Cole Perfetti on it. Finally, not that he necessarily was, um, you know, the, the straw that stirred the drink there and caused the two goals for the Jets. But um, but I don't know. I just I just don't even know. I don't understand why Kevin Stenland is on the ice in a, in a a circumstance where you have the goalie pulled and you're trying to score. I don't get it. Um, and yeah, game ends. Uh, game ends three two for the Kraken. Not much else you can say. Uh, for the Jets side of things, they were tired. 
Um, you were hoping that that wouldn't show, but you know, alas, uh, it is what it is. Hopefully, they'll be much better when it comes to Ottawa on Tuesday, I believe, um, which I think Liz will be here with you guys. I'm not ending the show just yet, to be clear. Um, other guys who I thought deserved uh, deserved a bit of shoutouts. Uh, I thought PLD had a really good game. Um, Despite his line being pretty brutal, um, I think that PLD provided in which in 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 the way that he um, needs to provide, even if he isn't providing uh, you know goals, even though he did. Um, obviously, we, you know we can just say on the on the power play there, um, a beautiful pass from Morrissey over to Kyle Connor. Kyle Connor puts it on the net, uh, and PLD is exactly where he needs to be on the doorstep. Pots at home. Uh, very good. But also the other thing that 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 PLD was doing is he was constantly in the other team's faces. He was one of the only guys that seemed that actually had kind of his legs tonight. Seemed like he had um, maybe not necessarily the energy, but he was certainly motivated um, to get in the other team's face and uh, and give them the business. Uh, he I wrote here, uh, <laughs> you know, PLD is in his past era. Um, he is like he is kind of the newer version of, you know, the Brad Marchands, the uh, I wouldn't say Tom Wilson. That's a bad comparable because he's better than that. Um, but he's one of these guys who is able to go in, play, get under the team's other team skin. Um, he draws penalties. Uh, you know, he's he's been fantastic. I really, really hope that, um, you know, we're able to keep him long term because, um you know, we he's he's a perfect fit here. We love him. Uh, I love him. I know Liss absolutely loves him, uh, but I'm sure you all know that. And uh, and yeah, he he's been fantastic. And uh, it would be a, a pretty good place for him to play constantly. Uh, you know, riding shotgun with um, Cal Connor. Um, I I see a mention here uh, from Julian Labossier. Uh, Labossier. Labossier. I've heard both. Unfortunately, I don't know. Um, I think Hinola plays on Tuesday. A loss justifies a lineup change, and he looked good in health when he popped up uh, in the video of the pregame soccer. <laughs> and Liz says, don't get my hopes up. Uh, yeah, I, I personally would expect uh, Vili Hinola to draw into the lineup on um, on uh, on Tuesday. Uh, not that Kyle Capo Cap Bianco had uh, a bad game and uh, obviously scored yesterday and played pretty well. Um you know, good shout out to him on uh, trying to defend uh, uh, Cole Perfetti after he got hit from behind, um, which uh, didn't merit any sort of penalty. I thought the refs were kind of, excuse me, were, were kind of mad tonight. Uh, they missed that really obvious uh, trip on on Shifley in the first. Um, there was again, like I said, the the, the Cole Perfetti thing, um, and then they 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 put Kyle Kyle Cop the Kevin. Uh, Capo Bianco, uh, there's a little callback to the game the other night, uh, in the box in place of Dylan Sandberg. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, I, I think that Kyle Capo Bianco ends up drawing out of the lineup next game. Um, again, not because he had a bad night or anything like that. I think it's just time to, uh, put Villy in. One of the things I thought that the Jets ha uh, had an issue with tonight, which was, um, breaking out. Uh, it seemed like they had, a lot of trouble with their breakouts, a lot of trouble with them getting hemmed in. Um, when they would get the puck from the other team, they weren't making crisp passing. Uh, obviously, that's a thing that we look at Vili and we go, hey, that's you know that's one of his bread and butters. He's able to make clean, crisp passes. Um, so, uh, so yeah. Uh, and uh, Kraken Spectator, spe or sorry, not Spectator, Spectacor. Uh, I mean, they miss stuff against the Kraken too. Ref's going to ref. It's kind of a cop-out in most cases. 
I agree. And to be clear, not not at all saying the Jets lost this game because of the refs. I, I would I would never say that, even in the most atrocious games like the the Leafs one uh, way earlier in the season. Um, you still got to play the game. You still got to do uh, what you can with what's given to you. Uh, and the Kraken deserve this game. Uh, the Kraken definitely seemed like the better team. They had uh, a lot of, a lot of speed tonight, um, and they were able to get the puck to the to the front of the net, which. Uh, that's, you know, that's the money spot. That's, you know, home base. That's where you want to be um, getting your chances from. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I'm going to take a sip of water. If uh, if anyone wants uh, any more uh, questions, thoughts, throw them in the chat here while I take a, a quick little brisk sip of water. All right. Um, but yeah. So uh, I, I think that Villy draws in on Tuesday. Obviously, um, there was a big debate kind of on Twitter I saw between some people, you know, why call him up if you're not going to play him? Uh, things like that here and there. Um, and uh, and I have no issue with the fact that he did not play tonight uh, or he didn't play, uh, you know, the game yesterday. Again, he was sick for uh, more than a few weeks, uh, has not played a game since early December. Um so I'm totally fine with getting him kind of accustomed to the team again, get him kind of let him get his legs back under him, practice with the team. And then once they see that he's, you know, feeling better, feeling good, um, then yeah, I, I definitely expect him to come into next game. Uh, Liz, Liz Hood in the chat, uh, of course, my other co-host, uh, does Michael come back next game? Uh, Michael, of course, uh, oh, I almost said Mikey Esamon. We're, we're not, I, I don't know if, if we're not supposed to say Mikey anymore, but he definitely said that he prefers Michael. Uh, so, uh, with Esamon, you know, been in the, um, in the press box for the past two games, uh, I think we do end up seeing him, uh, tomorrow or not tomorrow, next game. Um, the players who I would take out for him, I think, I think that Harkins still has, um, a lot to give for the Jets. I don't see him being the guy they pull out. Um, I don't see them pulling Kevin Stenlin out. In my mind, AJF is kind of the uh, the odd man out, I would say. Um, maybe Sam Gagne, but again, Sam Gagne was playing in the top six tonight again, but uh, but that has never been an issue for Bones in the past. He He's shown that he's more than willing to, you know, put a guy in the top six and then scratch him the next night, uh, you know, provided they're not one of the, uh, you know, core guys. Um, so yeah, and, uh, there was something, uh, I was, you know, listening to other shows and this and that, and they were kind of mentioning how, uh, how Bones, um, almost likes to take players out when they are doing well. Um, so that, you know, rather than, you know, taking a guy out after he has a bad game, they kind of sit on that. They kind of stew a little bit and, you know, think about what they did wrong, gets in their head a little bit more. Uh, and rather than just, you know, saying, Hey, it's your turn to sit out. Um, you know, it's nothing that you did wrong specifically. I thought you had a good game or, you know, a fine game. Uh, you know, you could do this to improve, but you're not being taken out because you played poorly, but rather, you know, it's just your turn. Uh, and that's kind of how it works. One of the things I will give credit to bones for, uh, he's done a great job at managing this bottom six and, and getting the most out of them. Um, tonight, other than, you know, obviously other than the, the actual goals being scored, uh, the top two lines seemed not like they didn't create much. Uh, most of the, the chances that were created were by the Lowry line. Um, there were more than a few like two on ones, three on twos, uh, or just like, you know, slot passes and shots that that third line was able to create tonight. Whereas, you know, 
you look at the the Kyle Connor line and with PLD and um, and Gagne, uh, didn't really create too much. Same thing with um, same thing with uh, geez, uh, Shifley, uh, Perfetti, and uh, and Kuhlman. Uh, again, they just didn't seem to uh, really get the quality chances when they weren't on the man advantage. Um, I think I kind of skipped over. Uh, of Josh Morrissey again I, I I had I mentioned already uh his fantastic play on um on the 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 first goal there and then again another uh power play assist by him uh in the second period on the uh PLD goal but I thought that he just seemed like one of the players that seemed so much more dynamic than everyone else on the ice there were so many moments I can just think of of uh him doing you know going out his, of his way and playing and showing that he actually gave a bit of a shit uh about the game you know even just like things like there was one where um I can't remember which Kraken player it was uh kind of had the puck had lost the puck the d-man had lost the puck and morrissey is there jumping up uh you know pickpockets him completely and grabs the puck and almost goes in for uh a, a breakaway again this is uh it's very tough to pull a puck off some guy especially while not taking a penalty he lifts his stick up from you know from his forehand side to the backhand side again all the while while not hooking the guy um what else uh you know uh, da, da, da. Uh, I thought he had a bunch of uh, just great little little touches uh, on the four v four. He had a great little poke to to PLD. PLD goes over uh, back to him in the slot. Rather than taking the shot immediately, he sees Kyle, Kyle Connor sitting in front uh, and passes it off to him and almost gets another goal um, that way. Uh, again, I think that Josh Morrissey, other than obviously Connor Hellebuck, um, and you know early season we were saying the the team MVP was uh, Shifley for a while. Obviously MVP not including Connor Hellebuck. Um, we were all saying that Shifley, you know, is the one of the big reasons why the team has turned around. Um, but I think it's more than obvious now. I, I, I It's such not a hot take to say that uh, Josh Morrissey has almost single-handedly um, like turned this team around, not single-handedly necessarily, but uh, has been easily one of the most important players to uh, the Jets um, and turning it around this season. You know, he's what like second or third in uh defenseman points um and he's like uh, again same thing really high up in assists um he's having a fantastic year he's over a point per game again not nothing we would have seen uh we would have expected from him you know a couple years ago man a couple years ago we were talking about just trying to offload his contract because we didn't want him on our team but um, obviously, you know, we he's dealt with some some personal stuff as well as, you know, the the pandemic kind of affected everyone a little bit differently. Um, but he seems like such a rejuvenated and such a uh, energetic, dynamic player. And uh, I also we just have to give credit also to Bones for, you know, coming in here, giving him that confidence, inspiring him to, you know, be the best version of himself that he can be. Um, but yeah, so those were kind of my main thoughts on the game. Uh, again, like I said, uh, Jets are back in action on, uh, on Tuesday against the Senators. Uh, I believe it'll be just Liss on the, uh, on the call here. Um, but, uh, but yeah, if you have any final thoughts, throw them in the, into the chat here. Um, let me just read this really quickly. Uh, 
Sorry, I can't read and talk at the same time. <laughs> um, anyways, guys, uh, thank you all for tuning in. Obviously, check me out on uh, on Twitter. I'm at NHL Chunky. Uh, follow Liss at L-Y-S-S-H-O-U-D-E. Uh, obviously, follow at SDPN Sports. Um, Liss, do you have a guess? Is that is that who... Your 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 boy Phil, uh, one of one of Lissa's friends, Phil is going to be joining uh, her on the broadcast. I believed. Uh, don't take that for for sure. But uh, either way, like I said, tune into Game Over Winnipeg. Uh, thank you all for tu- for tuning in. Uh, have yourselves a great week. You know it's Sunday. Uh, hope uh, your Mondays tomorrow aren't too uh, too brutal, aren't too tough. Um, if you're listening to this uh, on the replay later, uh, hope you guys have a great week. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Ciao. by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.